Rolling from Our Problems contains some mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there, and welcome back. I'm Weston, your DM. Hello there. I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Mulek Remen, the lizard folk ranger. I'm Robbie. I'm playing Nover, the wizard, Raven Strix. And I'm Jonah. I'll be playing Bakavard the Bastard, a warrior barbarian half orc And this is Rolling From Our Problems, Cataclysm. Here in Bracton, we split the party. It's always a good move to split the party. I, Never, went to the Wizarding Tower. I saw a library, but I wasn't really interested in most of those books as they weren't cheese guides. Uh, I went up and up. I saw little places to practice, maybe going through dungeons, and just all sorts of interesting wizard collections and uh, setups. And eventually I found the glorious shelf full of cheese. A lot of the shelves were not protecting the cheese. They were full of spoiled cheese. So moldy that I wouldn't even eat them, even though I'm a, I'm a scavenging bird. I did get that cheese and I went up to the top to the observatory and I found an amazing book bound with some red stuff and some steel stuff. And I don't know, it, it kind of wanted me to open it or something or wanted something else out of me. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to figure out how to get that magic cheese shelf. And yeah, I don't know what the others did. <laughs> I Other than um, Bakavard, he went on a date with somebody from the bathhouse, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know what the lizard man did. As we get back into our session, Mulek walks back in from the waist, covered in blood, a couple dead imps strapped to his side, and an update on the map. Am I near them? Uh, no. Uh, Naver is currently in the cheese tower, and Kava is storming up towards the bell tower where he was uh, summoned for an apology. Um, is there anything you guys want to do from like this? I know Kava's heading to the tower. Is there anything Mulek would do as he gets in? I'm going to look for an open flame. Okay, there's like torches and lanterns burning. I will like gather. In town. <laughs> I will gather all the torches from a street, pile them in the center of the street, and begin slow roasting the imps. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> this fire takes off without any real um, issue because they're like oil-soaked uh, torches, so they light up just fine. You make like an impromptu spit, and so you're just turning these three M's with like a stick stuck through their center hole in the middle of town, just roasting them up. There's like a guard who sees what you're doing, and is like, "Well, excuse me, sir. Uh, is there a reason you're what? What is this? If you give me something nice, I'll let you partake in the feast. No, sir. I have an issue with the fact that you're blocking the street with the with all the tort. Blocking? This is a celebration." 
<laughs> Celebration of what? And to be clear, Mew looks like coated in blood. Like both like that blood <laughs> from those trees that you had encountered, as well as like demon's blood, just completely soaked. A celebration of a hunt well done. <laughs> and food done even more well. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. You can't do this in the middle of the street. Why not? There, There's people's homes that you like pan just to the right where there's like the smoke like going into somebody's window <laughs> it's like sundown it, like it's dark enough you know it's getting into the night at this point well they should have built their layers more conveniently so, sir are you all right we're gonna we're gonna have to ask you to move this off the street where would you have me move it to your home <laughs> i do not own a home here oh fuck <laughs> like the guard like grabs his head. He's like, are, are you staying with somebody or did like, what, uh, what? I can move it to the town square. That's, that's more all right. Okay. At least we have, <laughs> we, we have a pit out that way for like bonfires. Or could you, could you just take it out of town? <laughs> well, I don't want to share my meat with the other demons out there. No, just uh, like out in the fields. Can you do this weird shit out in the fields? Why are you doing it in the town? They're almost done. Just be patient. <laughs> we cut to Never. <laughs> yeah, I'm just still picking away at the Bell's fridge. Oh, well, the you probably you understand that you'll probably need help with it. The more athletic guys to get it off. I haven't tried with a tool yet. I'm trying with a dagger now. Oh, okay, go ahead and roll athletics again at disadvantage. That's, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm, or I'm it'll, it'll, it'll be a minus right two circumstance bonus. Okay. Not disadvantage. That's D&D. That's right. We're pathfinders now. Okay. Uh, I got a 27. 27? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Sorry. Minus two. Uh, 25. 25? You're starting to work it behind. You're not able to get one free, but you can see that it does pry up from the wall and you're making progress. You could spend a couple hours and get like one or two. <laughs> I don't have anything better to do. Okay, so <laughs> as the night goes on, Nefer continues to chip away at Delphine's fridge or Bell's fridge. <laughs> <laughs> the time stopped. Sorry, audio listeners, you missed the pre-show. The time stopped shelves are small cabinets about like two and a half feet by one foot by one foot depth. Little tiny cabinets with a time stop enchantment <laughs> engraved on top. Called the Bell's Fridge. Bell's Fridge. <laughs> you don't understand. Nobody here. Nobody here in this world understands the meaning of this. It was concocted by some mad mage. <laughs> <laughs> now we go back over to Kava. <laughs> One second. This is why. This is why it doesn't matter if I prep for Cataclysm. It does not matter if I prep a single damn thing. <laughs> because every time it ends up like this. <laughs> you know, what I thought was going to start was like people meeting back at the thing. You know, Never getting some help to get these cabinets off real easy. Maybe Mulek would sell these imps for like parts at the outpost. Kava's going to have a quick conversation. But no, where are we now? <laughs> I'm gonna walk into the belt. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna go storm the fanatics. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. You get up to the bell tower without any issue. There's a couple men at the door. They're kind of eyeing you up and down. I'm not even gonna. I'll like look at them and then I'm just gonna walk right through them and I'm just gonna open the door. They don't stop you. They don't go to help though. 
It's almost like they're trying to ignore you. Yeah, I'll just walk in and say, hello? Yeah, you walk in and it's like you see rows of like equipment that's like cleaned up and set up, right? Mm-hmm. You see a staircase heading upstairs about debt, like there's a hallway and then at the end of the hallway there's stairs up. You can see that there's rooms at the bottom of this tower. This whole thing is like circular and it kind of builds up to a couple floors. Um, You see a couple people milling around and they kind of look over your way and like says you're getting this sort of thing as you like watch them look at you. And then watch it like Paladin Fiend sense kick in. So like they look at you and then there's like a shift in their expression. But it's clear that they know what's going on because nobody's stopping you. And after a minute they go, he's upstairs. Okay. And I'll start walking up the stairs. Uh, it's like a spiral staircase up to the top of this bell tower. And you get to not the top where the bell is, but right beneath it. There's like this room and all four sides are like these big stained glass uh, things. When you get to the top, it's only like a like a 30 by 30 room and it's like square opposed to the lower rooms where they were circular after you get up there a couple floors you see that celestial form standing in that window overlooking the town with these big fiery wings like this massive guy and he's got his hands just clasped behind his back as you top this uh staircase i'm gonna kind of be leaning over and just say (sighs) you wanted to see me he like turns around slowly and that booming echoey chorus of a voice yes I wanted to apologize for the actions of our knights and also ask you how you came upon this affliction. Well, first of all, apology accepted. Second of all, I died. That is not an explanation. That's what I got. You died. Mm-hmm. You and now did. you walk. A few days ago. Yep. And he kind of turns back towards the window. And you just see, like, this fiery reflection as, like, his very skin, like, glows against the stained glass. You were not born a fiend. Nope. But you died and became one? I guess. Celestial clearings light me on fire now. Mm. Well. And he kind of, like, looks back and you see, like, on, like, a desk off to the side, there's a potion, right? Drink that as part of our apology. It's just a healing potion. I'm not sure my magics would help you. My healing might harm I'll grab it and I'll kind of like uncork it and smell it. It smells like a a health potion. Cheers. And I'll take a swig. Okay. Give me a second to look up which one that is. Which acid it is. Which which poison you just imbibed. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be be a moderate, so 3d8 plus 10 healing. And it's considerably more bitter than the vast majority of healing potions you've drank. You said 3d8 plus what? Plus 10. 23... 23 healing. Oh! Um, and do you also have that uh, hooded lantern that you got off Habard Yorch? Yeah. Why? He uh, looks over at you and he's like, I regret to ask you this right after an apology, but I need to have that lantern. Why? The material contained therein is the essence of the god and is therefore our property. I'm gonna grab it and like, is there like an opening? Like yeah, a it's door? like a it's like a hood that you can like slide up and lock. I'm gonna open the hood. Yeah, and, and you see that glowing. You might be able to recognize it now as like a piece of that radium, oh. that celestial metal, but it's surrounded in some sort of like crystal, mm. and that's what puts off that nonstop glow. Gotcha. Well, I guess you can have it back, but eh, it's not even worth the, the argument. And I'll just toss it to him. Yeah, he doesn't even go to grab it. It just like hits the floor. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your civility. Um, I'm going to say, as much as I appreciate the professionalism here, I would request that you and your people leave me alone for the duration of my stay here. But I would appreciate if you did the same. Mm, Very well. I'm just going to turn around and walk downstairs. Yeah. 
He doesn't respond. He turns back to the window. Oh. A firing light, a fiery light in this bell tower. Ugh, what a twat. <clears throat> He's a paragon of justice. <laughs> justice was served. <laughs> That's all he did. He gave you the apology, righted what he could, made his demands. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm out. Nobody stops you on your way. They watch you go. You might hear like whispers behind your back as you go. Nobody stops you. Sweet. I'm going to go back to the inn, my room. On your way, you can't help but notice the form of Mulek, who has <laughs> stripped an entire street of torches and has got some <laughs> impromptu cooked fire going. I'll walk over. <laughs> ah, friend, you've come to enjoy... My feast. And Mulek, he's wearing nice clothes under his gross cloak, like nice clothes. It's washed now. <laughs> See, you have taken too kindly to the life of a civilian. Okay, let's not start jumping to conclusions <laughs> now. Maybe I just don't want to eat fucking babies that are spit roasted. <laughs> <laughs> These are not babies. They are dangerous creatures that I hunted. You know him? And now I will you eat. You know him? You know this nuisance? Not a nuisance. He's a lizard folk. No, he's in the middle of town. He's built a fire in the middle of the street. <laughs> are you Are you trying to in- imply that his culture is a nuisance to oh you? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch yourself, sir. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to be, be back here in 30 minutes. If this isn't cleaned up, I'm getting more guards, and we're going to haul you away. It's going to be at least an hour. You got okay, Well, then just be ready to go in cuffs. In he's, an hour. And he storms off. <laughs> Guess they're not hurting anybody yet. <laughs> Can I roll for, like, how much longer the cooking yeah, process is? Yeah, go ahead is? and roll, like, performance. <laughs> Isn't there a cooking skill? Uh, I don't know. There's a All right, I'm going to roll for it. Survival? But... Survival? Oh, survival could do for this scenario. Crafting. Okay. <laughs> you have a minus one to society? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Mulek, you should move your token into the middle of the street in front of the inn. All right, I get a plus. Oh, wait, no, you're in the town square, huh? Is that a plus no, 14? Just on the street. 14 survival? Yeah. Well, didn't. All right, I got a 24. Didn't the guard say to move it to the town square? Yeah, but then he didn't. So with that, you think you could probably get it. You know, you like it on the rarer side anyway. You're mostly just trying to get like a good, like a uh, sear <laughs> on this imp flesh. <laughs> so you think it's actually going to be done in 20 minutes, but. <laughs> Can, can you even cook imp flesh with fire? Oh my gods. <laughs> you notice that it's not cooking. <laughs> Dude, this hide is in the way. This thick this thick inch of impish hide is in the way. I, I, I will realize this, and with that 24 I just rolled, I will quickly skin them <laughs> yeah. and put them back on the spit. Okay, you think you'll be cutting it close. You think now it's probably going to take you about 30 minutes. Maybe you're like 10 minutes past when the guard is going to be back. <laughs> there we go back to Nevere working away. Is, you know, I guess you said you'd be up there for hours. Well, I mean, I, I might get frustrated okay. after a bit, honestly. Can I see them through the window? Is there a window? Nah, they're in the middle of town blocked by buildings. Okay. Well, you can probably see the light of Mulek's fire. Well, even that is blocked by buildings. Remember, these buildings are really tall and skinny. Oh, yeah. And and uh, Navarre is all the way out of town right now. Yeah, honestly, I think Navarre would just realize. I have strong friends. I'm going to make them do it. Okay. I'm going to put my dagger away and make your way make back through way. the maddening tower. Yeah, make my way down. Go ahead and make me one more wisdom save as you pass some of these paintings. Now with a further understanding of what this tower stands for and what it represents, what secrets it holds. 
Sorry, it's uh Oh, I mean a will save. Is will that save. the right one? Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. dear, 16. <laughs> okay. With this new understanding and that you kind of hear this book whisper something as you lock eyes with one of these cosmic horror mixed with memes. <laughs> you take 3 points of madness. No! Did he already grab at least one shelf? No. No, it's really quite. hard. It's really stuck to the wall. Well, Bell's refrigerator is worth it, I think. <laughs> anyway, you I need sure. to be able to store my pocket monsters. <laughs> oh, and to be clear, Robbie, I'm going to rework the madness system. Seeing how you have more madness than anybody else, uh-huh. I'm going to do like a rework of it. Okay. So that it won't be three. I think the thresholds are going to be more like five, okay. 10, 15. And basically, like, when you're doing a day of downtime, you can tick one away or something like that. I haven't polished it up yet, but okay. it'll be a little more refined than my original proclamation. Am I going to Where... get madness for eating an imp? <laughs> you're more likely to get sick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently looking up fun diseases <laughs> I could give you. Laria. As a lizard folk, am I resistant to disease? Um, Check your character sheet. STD with burning sensation. Chlamydia, gonorrhea. Oh, that's funny. Hmm. Just an option. Oh, that's got a really far off onset too. So like you wouldn't know if you got it for quite a while. Oh dear. Now that's kind oh, of Oh, that's really bad. Work, right? <laughs> you want to just see status effect on your screen. Oh, you have contracted malaria or whatever. Holy shit. I can't. That's that's what I was just looking at, malaria, but it's really bad. Really? You were just yeah. looking at malaria. I was just looking at malaria. That's crazy. But it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to use this anymore. The fortitude save is 16, so it's not anything awful, right? Onset, 10 days. So for 10 days, you feel fine, even if you have it. The first day, second one. The second day, second two. The third day, second two. And it reoccurs every 1d4 months, even if it's cured. Oh. The next day you go unconscious, and the next you die. Hmm. Wow. So wow. that's not that's happening. very brutal. <laughs> I feel like I should not be penalized that much for yeah, having I fun. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> void death? What the fuck is void death? Anyway, I'm not. I'm gonna look into this later. Everything has a delayed off. I can't. Anyway. I can't see where any of my resistances would be. Uh, on the left side, you have immunities, weaknesses, and resistances. That's where it'd show up. Oh, so I don't have anything in there. Do I have to look at my character sheet for it? Uh, this is your character sheet. It would automatically put it there if you had it. Oh, so it's like a feat I'd have to take? Yeah, or something. Like a racial feat I'd have to take? Probably. If there even is an option for that. Anyway, um, so yeah, Navarro, you can make your way back down through the tower. And on your way back, you see this scene. You, you pass a guard as he's going back to the barracks and mumbling under his breath. So you see imp skins strewn across the... <laughs> you turn the corner and it's like stretched out across somebody's window to keep it taunt so he can turn it into leather later. Ooh, smells good. He's <laughs> just roasting. Some, it's like searing these imps over this, this smoke fire. Smoke's going in the other person's window. What's cooking? Ah, a fierce prey that is now our feast. Is that a baby? <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't eat it. It's not a baby, it is an imp. Oh. What's the difference? <laughs> they look the same. <laughs> Kinda sound the same too. <laughs> Kava's just eating skinned babe. From from the civilian from the civilians looking out from their windows. Mulek is just eating skin cooking skinned babies. And he's the, the babies have like horns and shit. Yeah. And like weird like 
fucked up long jaws and like little bony protrusions. But, it, but it's dark. But it's dark. So if somebody like peeks out through the skin you've splayed over their window, <laughs> they see a horrifying scene that could could only could only be evil. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna make a roll real quick. This is why people hate us. This this shit causes mobs. Want a mob? This is how you get mobs. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> A little boy a named civilian. Gareth. <laughs> a little boy named Gareth. An adult man named Girth just took madness within his own home as he looks out the skin nice. and sees some sort of dark ritual happen on the street. About, uh, about 20 minutes later, the guard comes back with like five other guards. I, I was about to suggest that we, uh, this might be illegal, guys. We might get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, he we can't. As the guard walks Should up. I make a society roll? Yeah, go ahead and make me. Actually, you know what? I sh it's to, a it's a to comprehend what Navarre's trying to imply. Yeah, you know what? You go ahead and make this one. This one doesn't need to be a secret uh, knowledge roll. Roll bad. Roll bad. <laughs> uh, so I get a minus one, right? A minus one, yeah. All right, I rolled a nine. <laughs> you know what? Why would it be wrong? How could this be wrong? You killed something, you earned this. There's no reason that you shouldn't be able to light this up in the middle of town in victory. Everybody should be praising you and they're being assholes about this. Everybody should be celebrating with you, but everybody is just cramping your style. This wouldn't stand back at your home. Your tribe would have been throwing a fucking party right now. Do the guards approach me? Yeah, they're walking up. And they're like, sir, we told you you had... What the fuck? Kava's just gonna, like, put his hands up like this and take, like, four or five steps straight back. Oh. He's just like, mm, mm, mm. Sorry, buddy, you're on your own on this one. <laughs> I, I follow. Am I still at 25 health? Yeah. Okay. It hasn't been another day since. Okay. Sir, we're gonna have to ask you to come with us. Uh, why? Just stop. <laughs> just stop the fire. Just put it out, man. Let's just go back to the inn. They're going to take you to jail. If you wanted some of my meat, you can just ask nicely. Oh, my God. No, it's not about the meat, sir. It's the fact that you're a public nuisance. All right, all right. Never grab the I've the never stick. seen conduct this disorderly. Grab the stick. I'm going to walk up, and I'm just going to kick all the torches so they all just go out. Like, they just scatter and kind of fizzle out. For our audio listeners, anime, it goes into, like, the low-resolution, like, more chibi-style drawings. That's called cool. just kicking these torches out across the it, street. I'm just going to pick up Mulek, and I'm just going to... are you going to let him do this? I'm just going to fireman carry him on my shoulders. I'm not going to let him carry me. Ah, oh, You're okay. going to make this I'm so also difficult. 245 pounds. He has a feat to be able to carry much more. Okay. Um, so, uh, are we gonna Kava, go ahead and roll. roll. Contested? It's actually not contested. It'll be athletics against your athletics modifier plus 10, as if you got a 10. Okay. You need to roll low. I need to roll low? No, no, no. You need to roll low. You have to roll to beat his um, athletics DC, which is 10 plus his modifier. Okay. I got an 18. That does not beat it. Damn it. I'm... <laughs> Can I'm gonna I try say to pick what him. It is? Uh, yeah, go ahead. It's 21. Okay, I'll try to pick him up, and oh. he's just gonna like. Yeah. Flail. Just, <laughs> what do you say as he goes to pick you up? Let go of me. <laughs> all right, I'm not gonna fight this anymore. The guards don't know what to do. I'm just gonna be like, all right. Well, uh, uh, you got the fire out. Um, well, you go. You guys finish cleaning this up. All right, we don't need to take him away, but you gotta get him. You gotta get this off the street. Sorry where for the trouble? Where am I supposed to cook this if you destroyed my hard-built bonfire? He literally said just to take it to the field. He just asked you to not do it in the middle of town. There are people trying to sleep. 
Can I roll to know where the fields are? <laughs> you you came through, through them. Came through you, them. Walked you just through mapped them. the area. <laughs> you walked. There's like the town in the center, a fuck ton of farming field, and then the mists. You you're walked the one, all the way through the field. You're the one in the party who knows the, the area the most. <laughs> okay. Well, I was not here for that session. <laughs> <laughs> fields are you just thought that it was proper to do it in town so everybody could celebrate with you <laughs> or something along those lines some new look like excuse i'm going to pick up all the imps the <gasps> the half-cooked imps oh. and i'm gonna say out of my hand if, I, I if, took it if these spoil before i get them on a f another fire <laughs> you will pay me with new imps to cook what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah sir you know what if those imps <laughs> Spoil, I will get you imps. Sure. <laughs> Kava's gonna be behind me like and he's gonna be like <laughs> Yeah, it's like <laughs> two thumbs like, up. Kava's sitting here like walking you through it, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then after he's done with that, Kava's gonna look at him, he's just gonna like do the like, alright, we're done here, hand <laughs> yeah. signal, and like he's just gonna turn around and start walking to the so end. He gives you like like a like a thank you kind of like thing as you've got like Mulek's back turned or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mulek will Gather the skins off the windows. <laughs> you hear a strange scuttle in one of the windows, away from the window, before him darts back. You wanted one. You should have allowed me to stay. <laughs> there's no response from within. Despite the fact that there's like a dozen torches that are now just sitting quenched in the middle of the street. Oh, I will also gather those torches and a few more as I head uh, towards the I, field. I, I can just start a fire. <laughs> Oh, gathering the wood is an important part of the ritual. Okay. <laughs> Mulek is encumbered <laughs> as he picks up these torches. <laughs> he exceeded his carrying capacity and begins to slowly trudge off to the farm fields. Hey, Kava, uh, while he's doing that, um, I found something amazing. <laughs> it will revolutionize our quest. I found a, some magic boxes in that cheese tower, and they <laughs> stop time so that you can preserve anything, like a little like a little prisoner or like a little bit of cheese, maybe a little more cheese. <laughs> okay. And it's really hard to take it off the wall, so I'd, I'd like your help. <laughs> can we do it in the morning? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Sure, I'll help you with that. I'm going to bed. <laughs> you watch Mulek continue to just walk down the street, lugging far too many torches, <laughs> grunting with the effort of it. <laughs> what time is it? It's like 10. Like, it's not even into, like, it's nighttime, uh, but not, like, deep into the night. All right, I'll, I'll stay I'll stay with Mulek. Okay. Do you help? How much can you carry? Uh, 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 uh one light. Okay, now both of you are encumbered. Trudging <laughs> <laughs> out of town. Arms full of torches. <sighs> Tell me what happens next, guys. So Mulek is going to start spit roasting the imps, and he's also going to search the field for garnishes. All right. I can make them taste like whatever you want. Go ahead and roll Mulek survival. is going to search for garnishes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 11 plus, I think, 14 is 25. All right, that is the success. You managed to find, like, an herb garden on the back of somebody's house on your way out. <laughs> I don't take all of it. I just take some. They should be celebrating with you anyways, so. 
I, uh, Do I have to roll a stealth to get it? Are you trying to be stealthy? No. Uh, I, I step <laughs> you feel away. no need to stealth. I step away from him. I'm not associated with him. Oh, okay. A torch falls out of your hand, making a loud clacking sound, <laughs> signifying that, yeah, you're the other guy carrying torches. <laughs> <laughs> the other fucking freak with an armful of torches <laughs> walking out of town with a bunch of freak. ants on a stick. Uh, you get to the fields you've got somebody's arms you've got three imps on a stick and you've got arm full of torches alright Mulek doesn't have an instrument does he I don't think he does okay he's just gonna he's just gonna have a nice bonfire and reminisce about all the, the amazing hunts he used to go on with his with his clan and tribe yeah do you, do you talk about them with uh, Never? Well, Never left, didn't he? Oh, I thought he was still following you. No, I was just stepping aside while I was... While he was... While, while you were you robbing? Were <laughs> oh. So I'll still follow you. Yes, I do have a story. That That's so beautiful. DMs out there, DMs, GMs, take notes. <laughs> if you can't write a story like me, because this is clearly the story I wrote, just pack it up. <laughs> um... So Mulek will tell of the great story of the Erthros Okrazic tribe had a mighty battle and many feuds with the Bakmata Arix tribe. They shared the same jungle and warred over terrain and prey. I actually received my name during these skirmishes when I fought one of the giant lizard riders who was one of the leaders of the Bakamata Arax. Hmm. There were lots of details and they're very fuzzy after the calamity happened that took everything from us, but um, ultimately I stood victor over him and his corpse and received my name of Mulek Remen. What does it mean? Translated roughly, it means chief hunter or the one that hunts chiefs. Hmm, that is impressive. My name means raven backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Mulek, this thought had never occurred to you before. <laughs> I mean, at least I think that's what it means. I left when I was a young fledgling. Ah. Uh, I was not told this, but I think my parents were just cruel. How did you survive leaving your tribe at such a young age? Oh, I just left the nest, you know, no big deal. You just scavenge for food and whatnot. Your parents Hunt. left you to live off of trash? Well, not trash. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can you can find worms and uh. nuts and things. You look at this point, the M's have a nice char. Well, tonight you will not live off of trash. Tonight we feast. Thanks. I'm not that hungry. I mean, I, I've been gorging myself on this amazing cheese. You want some? <laughs> yeah, you see that? I would that, love some. The put... bear's stomach is like uh, distended. Like, it's just like, it's like, he's like bloated. Uh, allow me some of this changed milk oh. to stuff into... The imps, along with the other plants that I have gathered. I think an excellent pairing with the smoked taste of the the imps, so of the fire baby things, would be this nice smoked gouda. Ooh, yeah. beautiful. I will partake of this. You guys manage to prepare the imps and smoked gouda? <laughs> Pulling these horrible little shriveled charred forms that have like bony spikes out their back and horns out their head. You de-spit them. Don't eat that. And 
You've got three imps. There's one for each of you and an extra. We oh, wanted to cheese. we wanted to stuff it. Oh like okay. a turkey. So you stuff it with cheese. <laughs> Don't eat that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna assume when you skin them, you also gutted them. Okay, that's gonna be my assumption from here on out. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you stuff these imps with cheese and now they look bloated and charred. <laughs> Do I get a bonus for being a vulture-like creature? A bonus to what? For eating the carrion. <laughs> Both of you, go ahead and make me a fortitude save. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna just gonna do, test it. By the way, I'm okay. not that hungry. Okay. Like said. Um, ten horrible. plus whatever I add. Uh, it's gonna 14. be on the left-hand side under saves. Fourteen. <laughs> 14. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm an expert in all my saves. Yay, Ranger. All right. Um, 25. <laughs> okay. This meat is like spicy. Like almost if it's already a spiced meat. It's, it also tastes like way too greasy. So greasy. Yeah. Like, like as if, even though there's not much like meat on these impish forms as you like pick it apart, it's like, even though it's well cooked, every time you like get a piece of meat, there's just like this dribble of like this strange grease that comes off of it and it has like a very like a like a peppercorn bite just as part of this meat i don't think i'd like that so Mule, I'll, I'll just try Mule a little is bit happy with the flavor nah, i don't like greasy i, I like unprocessed the field catches fire no okay <laughs> <laughs> what happens what happens next I pack up my cheese and I'm ready to go back to the, the end. Are you ready to go back to the end? Mulek will put out the fire, say a prayer to Simonia, oh. and then head to the inn. That's beautiful. <laughs> Where do the rest of these three imps go? Oh, well, <laughs> I when we go to the inn, I'll give them to the tavern keep to serve oh. to the guests. <laughs> That's very kind of you. You walk in the door, he wakes up. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> what in the nine hells? <laughs> you slap these horrifying Gouda stuffed charred forms on his counter. <laughs> oh, how many? What is the meaning of this? Track cheese ah, well, you've done such a good job taking care of us. I figured I'd share some of my feast with you and the guests. The hells is this? It is meat that I slayed in the waste. I don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend it. God, can you? It's very greasy. I mean, maybe the the, the stray dog will <laughs> take to it. It is a gift. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I'll get this taken care of. <laughs> All right. With that, Mulek will be satisfied and he'll head to his room. Okay. Never you watch as he immediately heads out a back door and don't say back out. <laughs> I go back and retrieve the cheese. Oh, no. You follow him out there? Like, you don't even give him a chance? You follow him through his no, like, pantry at the back door. Okay, so you wait for him to come inside. Yeah. You say, give me a minute. You exit out the front door, walk around the back as he sees your form pass by a nearby window, <laughs> pull the cheese out of these charred imps. Show him back to your pack of holding. Are they bloody? Walk back Wait, around are the they front. bloody? Uh, no, not really. They're they're charred. I mean, the grease is leaked onto the cheese. Absolutely. Okay, no, I don't want it anymore. So you see that it's covered in grease. You go, uh, stuff it back in. Walk back around the building. Go in the front fucking door and make eye contact with this poor old sleepy man as you walk up to your room. Is that what happened? Yeah. It's no fucking wonder people hate the faded. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. That that stuff's no good. 
<laughs> she was impressed that he went back there to eat it in the alley. <laughs> I was just going to store the cheese for, for safekeeping. But it, it got ruined. Uh, and that, listeners, is the story of how the dogs of Bracton contracted a disease from the abyss. <laughs> Everybody makes it up to their rooms. <laughs> I hope the dogs turn feral and start attacking people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I, I mentioned it earlier, like I don't prep for this game. I do prep for this game. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> but I like it that way. That's what I like about Cataclysm. Yeah. Is it keeps me on my feet. I have no fucking clue what's going to happen. <sighs> you make it up to your rooms. I propose we go into downtime mode. <laughs> I agree, yeah. And stop doing exploration scenes for the next week so that these poor people can finally have some rest. We have to stay here for a week now that... I do explain the abyss passing and that we need to wait for it to be safer to leave. Okay. Because Kava Kava got a healing potion. Yeah, but I'm still enfeebled and not at full health. Yeah, Uh, far from full health. You're right, you haven't slept... um, Another thing is both Mulek and Kava were wanting to craft things. That's right. Yes. And I could uh, work on the shelves. Yeah. I'll, I'll rip the shelf off for you. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. We can just call that as part of a downtime thing, kind of off to the side. Uh, Naveri does a bit more um, study, mm-hmm. so I'll give you more information on that for a bit. Should we just say there's like about um, a week that goes by and we can work out the crafting thing real quick? Sure. Let me pull right. out What some. about Jonah's relationship? Oh, yeah. His budding relationship. Um, I would say the she inv- like is like, let's go on another date, but it's like awkward. And like whatever spark was there is like the wrong kind of tension. Hmm. So she like listens to your stories and she's like gets excited about them, but it's always overshadowed throughout the date. So whether you want that to carry forward to like another downtime day, that's up to you. Hmm. Let's deal with the crafting thing first. All right. I'm going to pull up my little sheet here. I'm to drink my potion of hydration. So Jonah's crafting a sheath. Oh, what sheath sheath options are there? We'll look at that in just a second. Instead of carrying a sword in a box. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Unusable. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's a good way to like make a specific sheath. Like if there's like a cooler version we could like create here. Another thing is it, basically at the end, you'll make like a final check to see like the quality of the craft. And you guys can aid each other on that. If you're like working on these things together. I mean, you may as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fine doing that. We're all in this together. Except when they start doing something we don't want to do. And then everybody runs. I'm not with him anymore. I'm trying to see if there's like a, I don't know, it doesn't look like there's a specific sheath. We'll say it's uh, like a fairly cheap and easy thing to make. And then the mask. Are you wanting to go for like a fine mask, Mulek? Uh, Yes. Okay. So the price for that would to buy it would be two gold pieces. And basically how this works is you already have the half of it in materials. You could very easily sell like the other um, the other parts for like a quarter of that remaining. So basically that would come out to like five silver pieces of cost to get the rest of the materials to like make a lasting mask out of it. Okay. And then for like four days of prep time, you guys can get all the material together. And then for Mulek... 
five silver pieces for Kava, probably five copper pieces to get the remaining pieces to put the sheath together. And then, I don't know, do you guys want to rush that processor at all so you've got that prep time there? I don't nah. see why we would need to. Yeah. And then if you wanted, you could take additional days to decrease that price even more. But I don't think that's something you not necessary. Yeah, four days is fine. And you, you're both just using the formulas out of Mulek's crafting book. You can very easily see, like, the sheath formula, essentially, to build it in, like, a fine mask formula. While they're doing that, can I bind my uh, shelves together in my bag of holding? It- so it doesn't move around. Sure. A back of holding is not like a like a space space. It's like you reach your hand in and pluck it out. Oh, well. But you can visualize it any way you want. Well, so it'll be this this actual bag uh-huh. and everything will be tumbling around. So therefore, I, Oh, so I you're should... protecting them in some way yeah. is your idea. Yeah, I'm tying them together so it doesn't make a big mess. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, yeah, absolutely. You should be able to do that. Okay. This template's extremely long. I don't exactly get the purpose of all these things. Yeah, like sorry, this level is just, and stuff. This is just a explanation. Basically, what you're going to be doing is like level zero. I simplified this a lot. I didn't explain it. Um, you're basically crafting two level zero items, which are less than three of your levels. So for a permanent item, they're, they're aesthetic. Yeah, they're aste- they're both just like you know. Simple so if we items. wanted to make actual usable items, we'd have to actually read read more of this. Right? Well, basically, we're doing it right. I'm just simplifying it for our current session. You, c- when you're done with this mask, this uh, uh, Dregloff mask, you could sell it for two gold pieces. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a like a full-blown completed item and if you were to do this with like a sword you would have a fully usable sword that you crafted yourself essentially you'd have to get a blacksmithery but because it is three levels or lower than your current level the setup days are four and then you pay the other half of the cost of the item essentially is how it works okay and then i just roll a a crafting check at the very end yep so now um let me pull up the dcs sorry i kind of blurred over that and made it more confusing by not explaining what was going on basically i just read through the rules (laughs) and cut out all the fat yeah i think mulek will do a good like tanning process and he'll like figure out a way to incorporate some of the bull bones in the skull to preserve like a structure mm-hmm. and like the shape of it and incorporate like some metal metal and like wood pieces into it as well all right so do we want to do mulek's mask first sure all right so uh kava go ahead and roll to aid real quick so you also use your crafting skill oh, okay and uh you attempted a typical dc so the starting dc but it might adjust. Oh, i rolled a 20. that's fantastic just hold on to that for just a second i rolled an eight plus nine is 17. 17 okay so no effect as you try to help mulek it doesn't do good or bad but it doesn't matter because mulek critically succeeded now I have to read the result of a critical success because this could become actually something phenomenal. Give me a second to read it. Of course, she has to go and complicate this even more. <laughs> this dice has been failed. Has failed me three times now. Is that one you made? No. Okay. Then it doesn't matter as much. Yeah. <laughs> the critical success stuff I'm reading just sounds very boring. Yeah. So basically, it just something adds I think- one level. <laughs> Oh, wait, yeah, that's the basic crafting thing. We're using, like, the advanced thing. Oh. So, like, one of their uh, examples is, like, it becomes an intelligent item based off, like, Mulek's spirit. Like, he puts so much of himself into it that's intelligent. Or it can add, like, a bonus to, like, intimidation checks and shit with a critical success like that. Um, So I'm going to leave that up to you. Would you rather it add, like, a plus two bonus to intimidation checks 
or that it carry, carries like an essence of Mulek within it. Hmm. What would it having an essence do outside of flavor? Pretty much just flavor, really. Okay. But like if somebody else were to come across this like finely made mask in the future that is now worth more than two gold pieces, they might like have like Mulek tendencies to want to eat human flesh or something weird like that. <laughs> So the mask itself would be able to speak? Maybe, maybe not. It's it's an intelligent item, so it has like an amount of intelligence to it. I don't know if it would be speaking or just like something you'd like maybe hear in your mind a little bit. Yeah, something like that. For somebody else other than Mulek would be wearing. So it becomes this like bizarre, like cursed item to everybody but Mulek, <laughs> but like a, a phenomenal art piece. Like maybe like while you're wearing it, you get like cheering of your own like words in your head or something like that as you get a kill or some shit like that <laughs> i think that could be fun okay perfect so like says go ahead and describe how this mask turns out this phenomenal mask that now has this essence of mulek baked into it it does look like a dragolith head so the dragolith's eyes for some reason instead of being the normal blood red have the same crystalline hue mm. that uh, mulex does where it looks like looking into a continuously fragmenting crystal and when wearing the mask it allows for maybe vision that's as well as if you had not been wearing it because of these refracting patterns mm, gotcha and the dragolith's mane is a white but it has shimmering of the many metallic chromatic colors that make up Mulek, including the reds and the golds and the blacks and the green and the turquoise. And the face of the Dragolith looks similar to that of a Dragolith's, but definitely more uh, necrotic. Mm. And it has some of Mulek's essence stirring within it, allowing for Mulek's personality to rub off on whoever is in possession of this <laughs> mask. As well nice. as occasional, I guess, I don't know exactly what how to call it, but schizophrenic effects of gotcha. hearing a lizard's voice or occasionally seeing things that aren't actually there or seeing things in a way that, and with a perspective and emotion that normally the character would not feel when looking at an object. Awesome. So I guess it's a minor cursed item now. <laughs> <laughs> From his critical success. Um, now it's time for Kava's sheath. So, Mulek, would you like to roll to aid him? I would. I rolled another eight. Plus your crafting? So, 17 total. Okay. I rolled a 15 plus a seven is 22. 22. So, that is a success, which I believe, let me just double check. You get a plus one to your check. So, 18. 18. Okay. That is a pass. You could make this sheath. It's great. You want it, like it fits the sword perfectly. It's smooth. Nice. How does it look? Um, so it's like this really dark maroonish kind of red, and you can definitely see like the scales of the dragon leather, you know, or like where the scales used to be, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then there's this thick black thread in like cross stitch down the seam, which is on the outside. And when the sword sits in it, it it's like a really like there's almost a radiance that shines through the sheath too, and it's pretty cool. And it's set up so that the draw is really quick off of the back, but in order to resheath the sword, Kava has to take the sheath off and then put the sword in because the thing is so huge. 
there's this really like it's a two strap system so it's like one strap comes over his right shoulder and then the other strap goes under his left armpit and then around his back so like there's three points of contact on the sheath gotcha and he took that uh like brass ring that he's been slinging his axe on and he put that on the scabbard or on the sheath gotcha. as well so now you can hook them both on the same sheet. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And as you're, again, as you handle that sword, that kind of muted voice is just kind of pulsing beneath it. Um, Let's see. What would be a good roll for that? I think just perception. What's your modifier again? 11. Okay. No new information. You just get scraps of these words. They don't really make sense. They're not all like the swords, dark. swords talking to him. There's like a, there's a voice within the sword. They're not all like dark or negative. Sometimes they have like positive notes to them, but it's, you're not able to put anything together from it okay cool. um another thing we should look at well i guess we let's do nevers really quick go ahead and just make me a series of of checks real quick that'll be that uh decipher check okay so i add something to it uh yeah it'll be your arcana okay and actually i think it's supposed to be secret so i guess i roll it damn it uh which dice would you like me to use oh slime of course slime okay okay and what's your modifier 14 14 okay positive of course can you imagine having a negative 14 modifier okay so you get the feeling that out of these four days that they're crafting your research hour each day two of the days you can't make heads or tails of it but two of the days you get more information you're starting to understand that some of these like this one thing they kept talking about that word you couldn't quite make out was a person that he was traveling the waste with that got infected by dole type what you now see he keeps calling um ash iron was his word for the dole type ash iron mm. and through the next couple um stretches that you're able to make out it kind of details him trying to save this party member of his that was infected with the ash iron it's still unclear about what that specifically means and you basically read this like heartbreaking account as him and like his uh they have like a, a battle medic not really like a not a divine healer but like a a doctor a um expert in battle medicine as they're kind of making their way through the waste trying desperately to survive and trying to heal this but it takes their life this whatever this doltite rod is this ash iron and they end up building a funeral pyre from them and there is a section of their body that was this doltite that was left over after the pyre and so over the four days you kind of gather all that information and you're starting to get a better picture of who Eridor was as an adventurer and it's a really gut-wrenching read as you like listen to this party member he's been traveling with like slowly succumb to this strange metal hmm. all right i will write that in my journal that's the guy that forged the sword right right in common he also begins to describe the effects of like the mist lung that he's seeing in another one of his party members kind of this this burning sensation in all your organs <laughs> and the fact that they're still struggling to find something to like brace this one party member up as well all right yeah i'm just going to translate this into common perfect and like says you're still there's still like some words you don't catch but you get the overall meaning for sure out of all of that stuff there at least um and then the last thing we may want to look at in downtime is a vehicle is what Jonah and Robbie were talking about last time. That'd be sick. A couple options that um, I see. Let me giant centipede. Just kidding. <laughs> um, here's one option for an armored carriage. 
Oh, Robbie. I mean, Nevera has a ton of money. We might actually be able to afford. And I didn't look at these too closely. The only two that oh, seemed I like do. they'd be reasonable was like a heavy chariot or like an armored carriage. That way they have like more health and can withstand the waste. I could put my fridges in those. That too. So those are the two options. Obviously the armored carriage is much uh, bigger. It's in the foundry chat. Ah. Let me pull them both up side by side. So the armored carriage. Oh no, that's a clockwork thing. Never mind. Heavy chariot might be the only reasonable option. Yeah, so probably a heavy chariot would be the only thing that really makes sense. There's not going to be somebody who can make clockwork stuff here. So for a heavy chariot, um, I'm going to say that you could definitely like get it custom ordered to be like an enclosed thing, ten feet long. It's only one fifty gold pieces. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of money. <laughs> Just because you guys were at Tanker Toes, <laughs> excuse your perspective. Yeah, so you can carry up to three passengers with one pilot. Um, it's pulled by two large creatures, so you'd also have to buy two horses. You can see it's HP or there. Or tame something. Or tame something. But you got to get it out of the waste first. Ah, future mm. dreams. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that if you guys are. It's yeah. mostly Navarre's money. <laughs> yeah, I have like 15 gold pieces or something. I should... So how long does it take to get the the fridges since he's able to do crafting. Only one day. Yeah, you're able to get like uh, eight or so. Fridges? Yeah. Well, they're only, again, they're only one by one by two feet and two and a half feet tall. So I'll contribute 50 gold pieces and I'll give, I'll pay Never the rest of my debt, which I think is three gold pieces. You owe me four gold pieces. <laughs> four gold pieces. <laughs> is that actually four yes, gold Yes, it is. I have it in debt. .md. Oh. <laughs> Another thing to consider is, um, let me see the difference between... Erased. <laughs> I'll buy one of the horses. Okay, I'm seeing how much they cost. I'm going to take this remainder of the week to make art. Okay. Fine art is my skill. My one crafting skill. Okay, Never. Okay, so a... Well, actually, I guess I can give it to you. Can I? No, I can't. It's Holy shit. Horses are expensive. Fine, I'll is just add right four thing? gold. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... Okay, that's not nearly as bad. So, like, a war horse, probably the heavier horse that you'd want, are, like, 30 gold piece a piece. Cool. Let's do it. We, you said we need two of them? Yeah. Pull the cart. Yeah. So, that's 60 more gold. Or you could go with the riding horse for eight gold pieces, but... <laughs> I'm going to tell you right. Let's see. What's the difference here? Should we do some research? See if uh, Miss Lung affects horses? Yeah. I, there's one real good way to find out. <laughs> I say we buy a cheap horse. the cheap horses. Okay. If they can pull the cart, yeah. I, I say we buy the cheap horses. Okay. They're uh, eight gold piece a piece. Yeah, I'll buy a horse. Okay. I'll buy a horse. Okay. Oh, it's I packed. guess the HP isn't as different as I thought. You're looking at 22 HP versus 36 for that much more money. Are the war horses just able to do damage? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's just that they're sturdier overall. They're just an improved horse. They're a level two horse compared to a level zero horse. Let's so. get the level zero horse. Let's okay. get the level zero. So I, that'll be 16 gold pieces for the two of them. But the one thing to consider is if they die, then we lose the chariot because we can't get the chariot out ourselves. Right. Should we get three horses then? Is an extra. Yeah, tag along on the back. Yeah. And I mean, how eight. much does the chariot cost? I forgot. 150. 150. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. All right. If only we could fit horses in bags of holding. <laughs> they did not fit in Bell's fridge. Nope. So far, I have the cheese in there. I'm going to put my rations in there. So have we paid for horses and cart now? Have we subtracted that from character sheet? I subtracted 
enough for one horse. One horse, okay. I subtracted 50 gold pieces. So that's for that that portion of the cart. So there's still a hundred and are you getting two and extra, two more horses or just one more? I can pay for another horse if we want. I'll pay for the rest of the cart. Yeah, so if each of us buys a horse and Robbie buys the cart. Uh-huh. Well, and Mulek pitched in for the cart. And Mulek pitched in for the cart. So a hundred gold from Robbie. Yeah. For the rest of the things and then eight more for the horses. Okay. You guys can now collaboratively explain to the listeners how pimped out your ride is. <laughs> All right. Let's start at the wheels. What do the wheels look like, Ryan? Um, the wheels are a wood covered in black spiked metal plating, including spiked treads for extra grip. With spinning rims? And blades on the rim. Nice. Do they spin like the gangster cars? They, no, they're on the axles. The blades are on the axles. Oh, okay. What, all right, Robbie, what about the canvas? What does the canvas look like? Or like the covering, the armored covering on the outside? Armored covering? Yeah, it's like an enclosed chariot. Oh, yeah, it's got the most intricate detail of golding and <laughs> gold, 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 gold. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called when you add gold to something? Why would we Plating? add gold to it? You probably went for like a sturdier thing, I would yeah. think. Yeah, all right. Rather fine. than gold. <laughs> but it's still intricate. Very okay, intricate, intricate metal will work. And black. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Black steel. What's written on the side? Suck it. <laughs> we need a crew name. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah. That would be the perfect time to figure one out. Hmm. What should our crew name be? Fucking freaks. <laughs> 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 no. Freaky Friday. What? Thesaurus, <laughs> <laughs> save me. Two animals and a monster. <laughs> Two Didn't we come up with some funny name? I don't know, man. Before? I have no idea. I think we just came up with Mistwalker. I don't think we actually came up with our actual. Yeah, we just came up with a bunch of like words for Mistwalkers mm-hmm. and the Faded and such. Well, we can come up with this later too, and we'll just say that it's painted on the side. Yeah. I worked mean, into the ironwork. Yeah, the, the ironwork is just, it's black and it's got like cool carvings in it that look devilish and wavy. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And then the inside, I think it should have, since there's a capacity of four, it's got four like foldable beds that come down. Mm. So they're just like wooden planks and then we can just like lay our bed rolls on them, but they're tucked up into the wall uh-huh. and the bottom two can be used as benches. So if you put oh, all can... of them up, it's a lot of like storage space and there's little compartments on the floor, uh-huh. like, almost like cubbies, but some of them have doors, little like hatch doors basically yeah i got you and that's kind of where we can pack things up and then lock it up and leave it one door on the very back with a lock and a key for each of us can Perfect. we also can we also have like a a pull-out kitchen counter at the back <laughs> or on the sides we can use the yeah there can be one on the side yeah and you probably have more like storage like under carriage storage that you can pull out from the outside but yeah and then i think that there should like- be there's like a slot in the side that you yeah. can like pull out and you can put it back in and there's like a plate that covers it exactly to keep yeah. it from getting damaged during yeah. the fighting and then i think that there should be like slidable hatch uh-huh. like portholes basically yeah. on the side so that we can be moving and shooting out of it very cool oh that'll be sick and we get this super gaudy chariot <laughs> while we're staying in the trashiest inn. yeah yeah you're staying in like yeah, geez. Um, so next, Kava, what does your horse look like and what do you name it? Uh-oh, we're naming them. <laughs> yeah, that's Uh-oh. not good. 
Unless you don't want to. We should name them. Yeah, we mm-hmm. can name them. I think it'd be funny if you named them. Okay, the one that I pick up is going to be it's going to be a chestnut. Nothing special, like nothing too big or burly. Mm-hmm. Very average looking horse. Right, it's a riding horse. Yeah, with a speckled gray mane. It's going to be a man horse, male horse, and Kava's going to name him Hmm. He's going to name him Dustin. Dustin. Because he's going to be Dustin the Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till he hits that Shadowfell patch and it begins to rot from the inside out. Oh, what about you, Mulek? Shro. Shro? His name is Shro. Are we buying a third horse? Yeah, we each yeah, bought we a, each horse. a horse. Oh, okay. We yeah. have an extra in case one dies. That's right. I wasn't sure if we settled on that. So, Mulek, your we horse? settled on that. Oh, wait. Robbie was telling us about his horse. I'm sorry. Go. His Go name on. is Sro. Sro? Sro. And what does he look like? Or He's... she? Or whatever. Uh, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I didn't check. Make it a girl horse. Okay, I'll make it a girl horse. Because I'm going to make mine a guy horse. Yeah, and... Uh... And that's how you get free horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... Speckled. I don't know. And Mulek? Mine will be... Oh, what is that one called? It's called, like, uh, something walker horse. Like, Jersey walker or something. Let me just let me just look up horse breeds really fast. Oh, and one thing I just saw is another big difference between regular horses and war horses is if combat starts, regular horses become frightened for and are fleeing as long as they're frightened. Great. Um, war horses do not have the same penalty. Mm. Wait, so the horses are fleeing? Yeah, so basically they'd be running away from the situation, regardless of, like, your command. So basically, if you're already heading down the road, they're going to keep trying to escape. Maybe we should have some kind of, like, anchor system on the wagon then. (laughs) So that, like, at night and stuff, we can just drop these anchors or whatever and then hitch the horses to the wagons so that if something attacks us in the night, they're kind of trapped there. Tie it to a tree. Take the fuck off. Well, there's not always going to be a tree. That's true. Right? I think that's reasonable. You can find some sort of anchor well, system. How do we keep the horses from getting killed during the night? Well, we'll just watches. have to, Yeah, we'll just yeah, have to take watches, watch. which is what we were going to do anyway. But And you usually try to get out of the waste and into some sort of semi-safe clearing anyways. So how about, true. how about like in front of the rear two wheels, there's just a little, like imagine like a stick of rebar that's up into the side slat and then you just kind of pull that down and you just sort of tap it into the ground and then like or it's... like a crank you could do like a crank fed thing or something yeah that's kind of just like another and also, moving piece though also you could like i'm assuming the wheels have like i think they're called spokes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we can have like a crank that like moves a metal piece into each wheel spoke well i guess if we want to up and run just just a bar that's quick to put in and take out sure yeah we can just do that and then we can just toss the bar into the into the cabin with us and did you finish describing your horse i don't know if i cut you off i never described it it'll be a tennessee walker it will be a gray color and be a taller horse and its name will be gray dawn Mm. All right, so now that we've got the ride figured out, for Nevers, earn income. Go ahead and roll. Are you going to be making art? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have the list of shittery here for that. Go ahead and roll your uh, skill, whether it's performance or what have you. Okay. And you'll do this four times, once for every day. Oh, not Grey Dawn. I have crafting. Grey Den. Um, Grey Dawn. See, I want to see performance is more fitting. Okay. Grey Dawn. Let's see what your skills are. Yeah, I think you'd want to go with performance, I think. Oh, wait, no. Why is crafting higher? I think performance is the most fitting. Okay. 22. 22. That is five silver pieces. 
<laughs> for that whole week? No, for that day. Oh, okay. And I just do it. Yeah. I just didn't want to have to keep track of it in my own mind. <laughs> Sorry, five silver. Just uh, gonna for it up day one. Okay. Day two of the downtime. Oh, that is going to be a 28. That is a critical success, which is going to be eight silver pieces. Basically, there's a level of what this task is. Somebody who's willing to buy art at that level. Next one. Yep. 19. Uh, five silver pieces. All right. There it is. Ooh. And for the last day, some pretty horses. 29. Um, That'll be another uh, eight silver pieces. Cool. That is a total of 26. Yeah. So two gold and six silver. Nice. Um, and then everybody for your like lodging over the week is just one gold piece just to cover all like food and expenses and stuff like that. So just go ahead and remove one of those. All right. And that covers our downtime. One more thing before we like close out this session. What mission are we going to go on? Vampire ladies <laughs> or the big monster. I'm okay with that too. They all sound fun. You look once the big monster. I, I think I want to do the, uh, the ghosts though. Cause I, I really like the idea of making some ghost <laughs> ectoplasm cheese. And fighting the ghosts would be very difficult intellectually, I think. I have a sword that kills everything. How do you kill something that's dead? With a magic sword. Oh, yeah, okay. Magic. Paladin is really good at that. (laughs) Anyhow. All right, how are we going to settle this impasse? Um, We can roll for it. What do we roll? Oh, a game of dice. Roll. (laughs) Roll So there's four all of our dice. What are dice? Count them up. Mulek brings out his bone dice that are regularly (laughs) shaped and clearly weighted. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is just how we play. He says as he rolls six sided dice on a six every single time. We have this four. is good craftsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> this is good craftsmanship. But there are only four options. How about this? Four options, right? Number one will be Ryan's monster. Two is the ghosts. Three is the vampire ladies. Four is His the doppelgangers. Doppelganger. We each take all of the D4s we have and we roll them into the middle. Whichever number is presented the most is the one that we I'm take. assuming it's just party members. Right. Or no, we, Weston can. You, you are we want letting, this one. It's the slime dice. Are we letting Weston roll all of his D4s? Sure. That's a great idea. <laughs> Audio listeners at home, you know this is the simplest way we could have done can this. I roll all of mine too? <laughs> yeah, but they're not staked to like any of our own possession. It's the number that matters. I only have one D4. I have, I have I three have D4s. Four. Can I roll one of your D4s? Sure. <laughs> It doesn't matter how many each person has, though. Do you guys understand? Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. I'm just okay. being stupid. I'm super invested in this with my 5 d We're We're casting lots, basically, okay? So does everybody remember the numbers? Yeah. One. No, I don't, but as I'm, long as somebody does. Ryan's monster, two, one. You're four. My ghosts are two. Vampire ladies, three. Doppelgangers, Doppelgangers four. four. I don't know what Ryan's monster okay. is. Ready? Okay, so I'll pick up all the I'll pick up all of the threes for mine. So everybody, <laughs> pick up your correlated your correlated numbers, okay? Okay, so I'm fours. This is dreadful. Yeah, this is wonderful. Again, this was the easiest way we could have done this. Oh, uh, this is a one. Pick up your dice, people. I have I have three. Did you just pick up a four? I also have three. I have four. That's a one. Yeah, that That's one was a one. See. So big monster. I have three. So we all picked up three, and Ryan picked up four. Uh-huh. So the big monster it is. <laughs> Wow, that was very, very close. <laughs> I like that system, though. Well, yeah, what an efficient and easy to use <laughs> system that definitely didn't get us all off mic and me standing up to get over my screen. Bro, shut up. We could all. We could, there's a better I way to do this. I don't know which one is yours. Next time we do this, we'll just have one dice tray. You're colorblind, right? 
and we'll just pass the dice tray. Oh, I guess I could have looked at what dice you had. And then <laughs> someone will just tally them. I felt like that was a good, efficient system. I agree. Especially when it, we were at It actually pass. did work really well. Yeah. It just didn't. It's also just as random as rolling one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but this was way more fun. I, think, I feel like right. it's more random than just rolling one dice. I would agree. I feel like I'm missing one I of my D4s. So. You had five. There's a black one that's missing. A black and sparkly one. This one? Because yep, you have a, be a she, 25% chance of rolling it. Let me compare her with this a one thing. or a two or a three or four. You know, but you know what? If anything, but there's less human error if multiple are rolled. This okay. here was really, you know, in the spirit of this session. It also more than anything else. <laughs> it also it gives you an exponential probability factor because if you roll one d four, then there's a twenty five percent chance that of some you, nerdy chick got really hot and bothered when right? that fell out of his mouth. <laughs> Of you winning, right? But if you're rolling multiple dice, you have a 25% chance on each dice rolled, and then you use that 25% chance to tally up. So now you have a one in, in this case, it was three, six, nine, and how many did you four? Three, six, nine, 12. It's still like same though. Anyhow. Yeah, but but the the numbers are different though, because it's 25% 25 chance per dice, and then it's a one in 12 chance after that. (laughs) Anyhow, <laughs> I I agree with Jonah. The probability is different than a normal probability. Mm-mm. Anyhow, <laughs> with that completed, the party gears up to get ready to go back into the wastes, ready to head out to the in between the clearings of Leardale and Greenfold to kill some giant beast. Hi ho, Graydon. They they look <laughs> back at Bracton, Calvana's failed date, getting fucking beat the shit out of the street. Uh, and a confrontation with some celestial Mulek making a mess everywhere, <laughs> everywhere he goes, but crafting something truly incredible and cursed and cursed and never discovering something incredible. And as you roll out into a new ride through the mist, that is where we end this session. Woo. Thank you very much for listening tonight. You can find me on Twitter at Rock and Load Tweets and YouTube at Rock and Load. You can find us on Twitter at RFOPCast. It's great for updates on the podcast. You can find us on Reddit at r slash RFOPCast. It's great for memes and discussion threads. Our email is rollingfromourproblems at gmail.com. It's a great way to reach out to us. You can find us on TikTok at rollingfromourproblems. Thanks for listening and feel free to rate us five stars, a perfect 10 and like and subscribe. And when you subscribe, you'll get notified about new episodes of Rolling From Problems. This campaign, the Cataclysm campaign, will eventually be a Patreon only content. But for now, as a bonus to you, our early listeners, we're allowing you to listen to it free. Thank you very much for listening to Rolling From Our Problems, Cataclysm. In this episode, we use ambience and music from Incompetech.com. These may have been modified from their original forms, and links to these artists' works are in the description below. You can now submit critical hit effects, critical failure effects, cursed items, and madness effects to be used in our show by submitting them in the forms linked below. We will be rebalancing all submissions and shouting you out if we roll yours. You guys color-labeled the cave? Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's nice. For assembly purposes. That's very smart. Weston did. He's, He's the one who spends money on this. Yeah. <laughs> Give me money back, listener. I might cut that out. That's funny. That's an outtake right there. <laughs> but I don't actually mean that, listener.
and received my name of Mulek Remen. What does it mean? Let me look it up. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot, he says. <laughs> <laughs> what is that for? What is that for? Nothing. No! <laughs> there must be a reason. I'm calling HR. Okay. That looks pretty sick. He got fingery again. <laughs> okay, so... That's it. He can't come to the next episode. <laughs> no, not two. That'll be two episodes. <laughs> calling it now. <laughs> I'm really gonna have to eat crow. <laughs> He's available next weekend. <laughs>